Hello, everybody, and welcome to Locked on Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and today's episode is a game preview with Zach from Couch Guy Sports, and I'm very excited to have him back on the show because, Zach, how you were on the show a while ago, right? So much as well. First of all, just thank you for having me on again. It was fun last time, but yeah, so much has happened. Like just with not even Sabres, just like everything in hockey, the world. So much has yeah. happened. That's how we talk. Absolutely, and we'll cover well not all of it today, but a good portion of that today on today's show. So stick around. <laughs> Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, welcome, everyone. It is a cold and dreary. Actually, it's really not that cold out. Um, It's just a rainy, dreary Thursday here. Uh, Zach, what's it looking like in Buffalo? Well, as you can see behind me, it's still a little cloudy. It's windy outside. It was, like, nice in the 60s yesterday, and now it's, like, fall again. So, welcome to Buffalo, where it's one day it's 60 and sunny, the next day it's 30 and snowy. Oh, yes. Gotta love it. So, a lot has happened for Mm -hmm. the Sabres since the last time we talked. Uh, (laughs) You always teased me saying that, you know, Matthew Kachuk and Johnny Gaudreau were, you know, future Sabres. And for a minute, you might have almost had one. So what was your reaction when you heard those trade rumors? You know what, Josh? It's such a 50-50 thing. Like, oh, my God. The stupid – it's been, like, what, like six or seven months with this whole Ico situation? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think there was a, there wasn't a Sabres fan here in Buffalo or in general that knew he wasn't going to get into next season. I think all that was gone, just because it just seemed like it was time to move on. I mean, right. And then just like the stuff of the surgery, the all the other crap that's been going on. So when I saw the rumor from Kevin Weeks about Matthew Kachuk, I was really thrilled. Um, Matthew Kachuk is such like a special player. He has grit. And he can also score goals. And if you watch the Sabres, they have no grit whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They, the last guy who had grit was Rasmus Ristolainen, and now he's in Philadelphia. But, like, they haven't had, like, an enforcer like him for a long time. Maybe like Patrick Coletta made that long ago. So, and he's still young, too. I didn't realize how young he was until I looked him up. He's still a young, young man, so... Yeah, he's younger than me. I know. That's, I joke my parents. Like, these guys are playing NHL, and here I am being a retail associate. And, um, yeah, what Literally. I but anyways. But that, that's me on this show when, like, yeah. I'm, like, reading the draft years. And I'm like, oh, I was in kindergarten when you were born. Yeah. That's It's crazy. Like, these guys are like David and all that. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I wanted a goal to go out west, too. Like, I didn't want him going to the Rangers. God forbid going to the Bruins, anyone, anyone. But um, about Vegas, like, yeah, I wish we would have gotten Kachuk or whatever, but 
I can't really complain about the deal itself with Vegas. Um, Alex Tuck is still a solid player to get, and then Peyton Krebs is really doing good in the AHL right now. So, as much as I wanted your boy Matthew, it's I'm at the settle for um, what's it, what's second fans. It's fine. yeah, Tuck it's and okay. Krebs. <laughs> but no, I'm, like I said, I mean it sucks losing Jack Eichel. I'm not. I don't think I really met a fan who doesn't want a top five player when healthy on his team or her team for that matter. But it was just time to move on, and I'm glad that I got over with. We just finally move on now. I'm glad he got his surgery that he wanted, and I'm sure he can't wait to get back on the ice in February or whenever that might be. Oh, for sure. And I think for those of you who don't follow Zach on Twitter, first of all, what are you doing? You should be following him. Um, but you're not someone who feeds into the drama and the rumors. You're like, okay, I'm going to like just tweet this, put my phone down and come back in a few hours. Yeah, I'll really. be back. I wish I had that because I am like the exact opposite. I will be, I was going to say text, uh, tweeting and driving. I don't tweet and drive. That yeah. is a horrible. Yeah. Don't please don't tweet and drive. Do um, but like, I'll be like walking into work, like spouting off. And I'm like, oh, this is so going to happen. Yeah. No, just put your phone yeah. down. <laughs> like you're, just, ration, you're very rational. Yeah. Even like before the Cal or the deal when Kevin we tweeted about Kachuk, like we thought it was gonna be done before the draft. Mm-hmm. And we thought it was gonna be done in free agency and just kind of playing on and on and on. And then like I'm like at this point, like, okay, just get it over with. We know if you've if you watch just my rip the band-aid YouTube, off. Yeah, just get it over with. Like I even told my buddy for for those of you who don't know, I do a YouTube channel, my buddy John. It's called the Blue and Gold Hockey Network. And each month we just talk about the Sabres and whatever. And we were just like, okay, number one, we know he's not gonna be here next season. So we gotta put all that doubt behind us. Number two, just get the whole stupid thing over with because it's just dragging on. I Guarantee you the team is tired about hearing about the questions. So when the trade happened, they could finally move on. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I mean, it sucks losing Jack Eichel. He's such a great player. But the part of blame goes on the organization too because they did not build around him. You saw this team, or most of it at least, when I hate bringing up his name because he's on Boston now, but Taylor Hall. They signed Taylor Hall, and there was no – there was no – Nothing there was good no happened. No chemistry him. there. No, no, and it sucks because you, when you think Jack Eichel and a former MVP, that's a pretty good success. That's yeah. a pretty good um, combination right there. But they, like I said, it sucks. But they failed to build around him, and now it's just more like out with the old and with the new now. So like you got rid of Jack Eichel and Sam Reinhardt. Now you have Rasmus Dahlin, Dylan Cousins, Jack Quinn eventually. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm definitely I, you know, glad it's over with. For sure. And I think, you know, I, I don't know if you'll do this, but I know that you like your jerseys. Will you get a Golden Knights Eichel jersey? No. I will not no. get anyone. I will not get anyone's team. I don't care if it's a conference rival or divisional rival, even someone in the Western Conference. I will not get a jersey. Okay, okay. Yeah. Respect. I I'm a Sabres fan for Sabres fan alone. That's it. Unless, like, 
I get hired by another team for a job, and then I have to get a jersey that I won't, but I don't plan on getting Eichel's jersey. Okay. I'm not like I don't, I'm gonna I'm hold salty you to that. I'm not gonna I'm not salty about the guy. I'm just glad it's over with. Yeah, and I like you said, like it was it was bound to happen. But coming up next, we're gonna talk about the Sabres overall and this kind of unexpected spark and star that they have in uh, Dustin Tokarski and some more uh, players to watch. So before we do that, though, I would like to talk to you guys about sports betting. Um, When I host this show on the national show, it's always a really awkward segue into this because we're usually talking about something super heavy. So um, it's great to just not do that today. You know, AG probably had a prop about where Jack Eichel was going to land. And if you put your money on Vegas, well, congrats. Uh, AG is your number one place for basketball and football betting. They have a new layout for their mobile and uh, desktop website. So head on over to AG today. Check that out. And, of course, you're going to want to use promo code LOCKEDON to get 50% a 50% welcome bonus. Yes. Sign up today for your free account. Use promo code locked on when you make that first deposit to get your 50% one bonus. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. <sighs> okay. So yesterday I checked the standings in the Atlantic because I feel like the Bruins play like one game every like three weeks. So yes. I never okay. know what's going on. Yeah. I never know what's going on unless they play like the same day as the Flames. And then I'm like, oh, which has happened twice. So um, what has been going on with Buffalo? Uh, I think they're fifth or sixth in the Atlantic right now. What that? I mean, it's only the second month of the season. The season has already been a roller coaster. Um just like we saw the last few years, they get off to a good start, except for last year, because we're not going to talk about last year. That was just so bad. We ain't going to talk about that. We don't need that. to talk about that. Yeah. But, like, in 2018, 2019, this team was first place in the division – not in the, in the division and in the league. So right. – and then, yes, you have seen the two, unfortunately. Right when November comes around, it's a goal. Yeah. yeah it's fun. Uh, but, I always say November is their weakness. Yeah. And – it didn't start out well either. Um, no. I'm, they, I'm trying to remember the schedule. So they went out to their Western Conference road trip. They lost on Halloween against the LA Kings after despite having two nothing lead. So they beat Anaheim in October, and then they lost to the Kings. Um, and then they just played a terrible game against the Seattle Kraken. And then which is hard they, to do. Yeah, it's. It's a long road trip, so it's not going to be easy. But And then they lost to San Jose as well. It didn't start out well, well in November. And then they just beat the Pittsburgh Penguins. They lost a heartbreaker to the Toronto Maple Leafs, even though they were losing 3-1 to one at one point or something. That like game was time. brutal. Yeah, it was a terrible way to end the game. Um, well, okay, I'm trying to remember the schedule, but there's so many games and all that. Um, I'm impressed that you remember this many, to be quite honest. 
I mean, I had to prepare myself somehow, so I had to like make sure I was in the <laughs> I, but, Did um, you guys play Washington? Oh yeah, thank you. Yeah, like, we okay, because I look. Yeah, but there, there are some positives. Yeah, and um, one of them is Dustin Dakarski, the goalie. He mm-hmm. who will be starting against Calgary, by the way. Um, Great. Yeah. For you. For you. Yeah, not yeah. not for the Flames. <laughs> I mean, Dustin. Who would have thought that Dustin Dakarski? First of all. I read a stat from Mike Harrington. I I don't really like remember that well, but it said you, if you take away Aaron Dell's game against the Toronto Maple Leafs, Anderson and Tukarski are like in the top ten when it comes to save percentage combined. Wow! And they are making one point five million dollars average. So you think about it. Who, if you would have told me that Craig Anderson and Dustin Tukarski would have been your a really good goalie, Tano, I would have laughed at you because. Mm-hmm. Especially with the Sabres offseason, they really didn't do anything. No. They signed Mark Pesek, Will Butcher, Vinny Hinestroza, like all these random guys, and all due respect to them, but like just players that aren't going to make yeah. like that true difference in a team. Yeah. It's kind of like when the Flames go out and they spend three million dollars on mm-hmm. bottom pairing defensemen or like the league minimum on bottom six players and you're like, Oh my God, why didn't we get better? Yeah. I, I wonder what the correlation could be. But I remember Kevin Adams, the general manager saying that he wanted the younger guys to go like get more playing experience, which, which makes sense. I mean, they're your immediate future. So you want them to, you know, get that experience. And, but like you look down in Rochester with the American hockey league team for the Sabres and they have Jack Quinn, Peyton Krebs, um, J.J. Paterko, who's been a really good prospect for us so far. All these guys that are in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. And the old regime would have just brought them in, wasted their career. Now, obviously, when we dreaded Eichel, he was ready to play. Obviously, that's a no-brainer to play him. But, like, these guys, like, own power now. Like, they didn't want to rush him. So, it seems like Kevin Adams is doing a rebuild, but he wants to do it right this time. He doesn't want to like, mess it up like they did with yeah. Tim Murray and Jason Barrow. But going back to the Karski, um, it's just crazy because he's a career backup goaltender mm-hmm. um, and he's playing on the Buffalo Sabres who are not known to have a good defense. And that Pittsburgh game, oh my God, what a ride it was. It was a south first period, 0-0. Sabres scored two goals in the second period. Like, okay, you're feeling good. Then we'll get to the third period, and the Sabres – I'm not kidding you, Jess. The Sabres have, like, in that third period by itself, three shots on goal all period long. Three shots. And the had 20 shots on goal that period. And if it wasn't for Dustin Dakarski, we don't win that game. No. But they have this issue, too, of, like – Playing good, but not well, they're not not playing full sixty. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, oh, you're preaching to the choir. You are. I yell about that every day on this show, and my thing is, you know, they play. They're they finally got to the point where they can like have energy in the second period, mm-hmm. but it's like so much energy that they exhaust themselves. Yeah. So maybe turning it down a notch mm-hmm. to sustain that for the final twenty. Would be yeah. a little better, but yeah. What do I know? Well, like, I just host a podcast. 
Hey, you watch the team, you know what you mean. So, like, they have like, a bad habit doing this. It, the, um, the Pittsburgh game wasn't the only example they did this. They did this against the Tampa Bay Lightning, where played a good first period, I guess, and then they scored in second period, but they were getting outshot like 15 to 4 in the second period of that game. And then they played a Salter period, obviously. But, like, they got to learn. And Don Granado, who, who okay, so. Jess, let me ask you this. Okay. There's ever since Lindy Ruff got fired back in 2013, when this whole rebuild re, 1.0 rebuild number one started, they had Ted Nolan, Ron Rolston, Dan Bosma, Phil Housley, and Ralph Kruger. All those coaches did not like. We knew it was gonna be rough, so we obviously were like, "Okay, let's." Just, they're just here to like steer the ship, get things right. But like Ralph Kruger, they would have lost the. They would have won game that they employed deserved to win pretty much, and they would say good things. No, Don Granado was absolutely mad about that game last time, even though they won, even they if they won. But you're not gonna win in the NHL when you're not playing a full 60 and exactly. they're so consistent because they played a good game against Oilers, I think when they beat them, but that bugaboo that game was the penalty and you do not want to give Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl six chances to score on a power play. No, you don't want to give them any chances to be entirely yeah, you, honest. You see them firsthand with them in the same division. So we're like Brutal. lucky enough to see them twice. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you know we'll we'll come back to this because I mm-hmm. went. Um, so coming up next, we are going to talk about a few players to watch for each team and our predictions. So stay tuned. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts and YouTube. We're on YouTube, so tune in. All right, so. I started doing this thing on Twitter. I I did it twice and then I stopped because I forgot of uh, my players to watch during the game. And obviously, you know, you're going to want to watch players like Matthew Kachuk and the goaltender, whoever's in net, whatever. But uh, for me going into this, it's going to be uh, my first player. We'll do two each. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my first player is going to be Oliver Shillington, just because he he's on a roll offensively and defensively, and as a defenseman with a career high, I think it's 11 points now, um, you know, can't go wrong there. He scored the only goal last game against Philadelphia, uh, and then I think he scored the game before as well, so he's quite honestly, on a tear. Who is your first player to watch? I mean, this one's a no-brainer, Justin Tukarski. I want to see if if he can – this is a good test for Tukarski again. The Penguins are struggling, but they still have a good team, I feel like. That's just my opinion. He faced the Edmonton Oilers and did really well against them. And as we know, the Oilers are the Oilers. They're really good. Um, But now you got a good team in the Calgary Flames who are off to a good start. They're one of the highest teams in the league, no pun intended. Um, 
I want to see like how he can do against. And I want to be honest with you, Jess. I don't know the flames like you, so I know like Johnny Kachuk or Johnny <laughs> Johnny Kachuk. <laughs> it's okay. Well, don't both of those now that come, pretty much combine them, but Johnny Gaudreau and Matthew Kachuk. Yeah. Like I know those guys. I know Sean Monahan, but like I don't know like the depth players like you do. So, um, but like I said, the Flames are still a good team, and. Yeah. We're Tokarski and the Sabres are going to have their hands full. So hopefully he doesn't have to face 20 shots in the third period again. But um, I feel good about Tokarski. And that's nothing okay. – I'm not taking it away from the Flames because I know how good of a team they are. But when you see him do well against the Edmonton Oilers, the Pittsburgh Penguins, these really good teams who have good – the Capitals. I know he didn't play as good as against Capitals, but still, that's not the point. So – We'll see what happens, but Tukarski is my first guy I'm looking for. Okay. I'm very worried about the Flames going up against him because they do not play well against really good goaltenders, which we saw in Philadelphia. And, um, you know, I posted Dustin Tukarski's stats of his, like, 46 saves or 45 saves, whatever it was, against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is this isn't good. This is not what we want to see. But I think it's gonna be a true test for them. And I would say my second player to watch is going to be hmm. I'm gonna go with Johnny just because I am wearing his shirt, but also because he had a career high 10 shots on goal in his hometown if you will and you know I think that he he was hungry he was absolutely starving and he deserves a goal he's due Matthew Kachuk too I think that entire top line with Elias and home yeah yeah Johnny Kachuk yep (laughs) so I'm just I'm interested to see how things go tonight yeah no I agree with you so, for my second guy, this is a tough one, but I feel good. Um, this guy has, I think, as long if I tell the hints, I'm sure you're going to pick up on it. This guy got traded to the Sabres a few years ago. Okay. He scored 40 goals that season. He got traded to the Sabres. He signed a massive contract extension. Jeff Skinner. Yeah, Jeff Skinner. I Jeff Skinner's my guy. And you know what? He's been really good this year. He's had like four goals. He's had a couple of assists. I know it's just it's nothing like crazy. It's numbers, not his but, forty goal season, but yeah. But like, it took him like I don't know thirty games to get his second goal of the season, something like that. It's it's it was terrible. Like the game he got injured against the Islanders when Eichel got injured. That was the same day Skinner scored his first goal of the season. So, and that was like in. March, April, yeah. And the season started in January. Yeah. So, so and bad. I tell people this all the time. Like last year, the last two years, you can't really, you can't put all the blame on Skinner. You can put some of it. He he can create his own chances and all that. But he's playing with guys who are, should be on a fourth line in the AHL. Like he right. played with Vladimir Saboka at one point. <laughs> During his time here in Buffalo, it was terrible. And now 
he's on a line with Tage Thompson and Rasmus Asplund, and those guys are having good years so far. So it's all about putting your talent. It's it's a cliche, but it's true. It's accurate. You put talent with the talent with with the you know same talent. So mm-hmm. Skinner's my other guy. He's been. He has a couple of chances against Pittsburgh. He had a couple of chances against Toronto. He had one goal against Toronto. And then he's been really solid this year. And he needs to be solid to earn that contract. I don't think he's going to score 40 goals again because when you're facing, when you're playing with Jack Eichel, you're going to get a lot of goals. But now that he's gone, I would be happy with like a 25, 30 goal season out of him. Yeah. So. And I was going to say, I thought that he was injured last year. And I, um, I know that they like benched him for a while. Well, I don't know what what Ralph Crew has against that man. I had no idea. I I don't know, but you know what? I would be on the next flight out of Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, I, that's Crew. so messed up. But I'm glad that there's you know obviously they have the new coach and it's seemingly better system. Yeah, I'm telling you, they're just trying to redo this rebuild again. I want to, I'm, I'm calling it Rebuild 2.0 because the last five or seven years have been awful. Like, you you see – everyone who watches hockey knows how bad series have been. And But as a fan, I'm watching it firsthand, so I know more stuff than not a lot of people know about. Like, it was just – I'm not even kidding you. Last year was probably – out of the last 10 years of Sabres hockey, that was the worst year of Sabres hockey than the last Yeah. Time. Like, before the when I got drafted, before Reinhardt got drafted, like, at least those teams had players who were playing hard. But last year, you have the talent. You just never got the results. So – Right. I'm just glad you, – you saw me last year pleading for Ralph Kruger to, to get fired. You you led that campaign that was to a, fire. That was I, wish I, I wish I had a billboard or whatever it was still here, but um, then, I remember like waking up that morning. I have like so many text messages and messages like, "Hey, Kruger got fired." Who, who I'm pretty it? sure I texted you as I soon as I found fire. out because I was like, I, "This means nothing to me, but this means everything to Zach." Yeah. It was it was such a breath of fresh air to like. Now yeah. even this team now it's this team I think they're like seven six and two or something like that they have seven wins and six losses I know that but like you can just tell a difference like they're playing hard every night yes they're getting outwork in some games but let's be honest you're not going to be on your best every single game of the season it's a exactly. long season it's an eighty two game season so but that was my goal this year was just to have them make be watchable and it, it was looking bad in November but. Even though they lost those games at the beginning of the month, they were still playing hard. Like that Toronto game, they're they're losing three to one. Like last year team does not come back from that deficit. And mm-hmm. just seeing them battle back against Toronto one was one of the best teams. Yeah. And it's just too bad that they lost on such a great shot by Morgan Miley, but like hit the crossbar, came back out, landed, and then went into that. So yeah. that's just bad luck right there. But um that's just that's just like Sabers luck. Yeah, exactly. Like no one else would have that luck except for the Sabers. <laughs> yeah. I hate it. Yeah, but uh... I just wanted them to be watchable, and 
obviously it's still early. We all know what's been going on with the Sabres the last few years after November, December, January, February. So I wouldn't say that I'm hopeful, but I'm really encouraged right now. Obviously, yeah, there's a lot, a lot's gonna happen between now and April. So, oh yeah, we'll see what happens. But I like the Sabres so far. They're, they're. I mean, I was having a little with, with them be my team, but they're just watch, watchful again, and that's all I've ever asked. That's for good. Yeah. Do now I have a question. Mm-hmm. Do you still have your season tickets? No, we don't. Um, you guys. Yeah. Yeah, we just. We just couldn't it's, do it anymore. I don't blame you because we were, how, why are you going to pay the salaries of these front office hooligans? Yeah, who like, aren't doing their job. I don't get me wrong. I love my team, but you need to cut me some stuff. Well, I'm not a fake fan. I was, I, I had we. I shouldn't say I, I didn't own them, but my parents had season tickets through the terrible years, like through before I go before Reinhardt and. Even like with Ike and Reinhardt, they still didn't do anything. It was just right. the same old hockey, like starting off pretty good and then just going downhill after that. So we just couldn't do anymore. And we're like, until they, and it was terrible not being there for every single game. I love going to games. I love going to the home opener and not being able to go this year or last year for that matter with COVID was really tough. But mm-hmm. until they start showing me something different, we're not going to go back there until. I mean, we obviously go to games here and there, but we're not going to, like, spend our harder money for that team to. For a package, yeah. So, um, instead of watching the NHL, I have another Buffalo team that is pretty good at hockey that I think you should maybe attend a game. The Buffalo Buttes. You did. You worked one of the games. I did. You did. You did. Yeah, so I'm hoping to get myself to Buffalo. I think it's in February. February. Yeah, I think February. February. Yeah, so I'm hoping to get there and obviously hoping to meet you and your uh, and Ty, the little beagle. Um, right I'm sorry he's not here right now. <laughs> but thank you so much for jumping on today. Thank you for having me. Oh, we're going to do the predictions for the game? Oh, yeah, that's right. Predictions. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say 3-2 um, Flames in overtime. I'll be happy with the point, I guess. I think it's one of the best teams. Who's who's in that for Flames today? Marshall? Or is he, is he not playing there anymore? It's, I think it's Marky. I retweeted the lines okay. earlier. Um, it should be Markstrom. Well, I hate predicting the game because I want to change my own team. So yeah, it's Markstrom. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Then I guess they can get to Markstrom then. They they really put. I know. I'm not thinking. I'm not like saying he's a bad goalie, but I feel like they could like get to go, some goals on him. Unless if the series won this game today, there's going to be a couple things that need to happen. Number one, stay out of the box. Again, cliche, but it's true. It, it is true. Them, the penalty kills are really good this year. I think they're like top 10 in the NHL, so that's a good thing. The power play, on the other hand, has not been so good. And yeah. if and that's because Victor Olsen's out with an injury and he hasn't been on the ice for a couple weeks. So, oh, man. I don't know. 
I think it's I think whoever wins it's gonna be a four to three score. Oh, okay. I'm not sure All right. about that main goals in. I think it's gonna be a low scoring game. I do think so. Yeah, I definitely think it's gonna be like a two to one, three to two yeah, kind of like even three goals seems unreasonable. Yeah. But yeah, it's, we'll see what happens. I don't I guess. Know. Going to be some true Daryl Sutter hockey out there tonight for sure. <laughs> so thank you again, Zach. I appreciate you coming on. Um, please plug your work, your social media, your YouTube, whatever you feel the need. Okay, well, as you can see on the screen right now, my Twitter name is right there, Zach J underscore 13. Um, for my YouTube channel, I like I said, I do a monthly YouTube um, channel with my buddy John. It's called the Blue and Gold Hockey Network. You can find us on YouTube. And we just pretty much just talk Sabres for half an hour, however long <laughs> it is. Like, we we just want, because we're so, well, he's busy, but, but like, I got a new job now, so I'm probably busy now. So we're going to be doing monthly episodes, but that's on there. Um, let's see. I don't have anything else, but Where I do want to find your this. writing. Oh yeah, well, okay. I didn't think about that. It's been it's been a well, hectic week. It's been a hectic week. Um, oh, yeah. Couch Guy Sports. I I work for Couch Guy Sports. Um, my days are getting back to Tuesday and Thursday now. So any Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'll be writing there. Just, and speaking of Couch Guy, I just got an email, so I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, right for Couch Guy. Find me on Twitter, YouTube. Um, I want to thank Jess for having me on today. I know she does a lot of work for this. YouTube channel, so or whatever, lockdown podcast. So it was definitely fun, and maybe we could talk again one day when the Sabres head to Calgary. Yes, absolutely. I would love to have you back on, and it will be a blast. It's always it's yeah, always yeah. fun talking to you. One more thing. Yeah. Go Bills. I had that's I had to fair. There. Who do they play? Who do they play this weekend? They play Indianapolis on Sunday, and then. They play on Thanksgiving night against New Orleans. Ooh, okay. All right. Well, they don't compare. Actually, I was going to say they don't compare to my Cowboys, but they're kind of better than the Cowboys. Um, but, yes, yeah. thank you all so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames, and I will catch you tomorrow with a Bruins-Flames um, preview mashup with um, my group chat and some of my best friends on the Internet. So catch you then.